hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We give you praise. Lord, you're the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you're the same God that we serve. The one and true living God. We praise you. I pray, Lord, for your double-edged sword to pierce into the heart of everyone today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Right. Good morning. So uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Pastor Joseph Ong. I've been uh, married to a beautiful... uh, Arceline Ong, um, he stole my, she stole my heart and she stole my last name as well. And I asked her to, uh, and I asked her to give me a daughter that looks like you, but she gave me three boys that looks like her, all right? But that's all good, I'm, gra- I'm grateful. Um, when they all get married, then at least I have uh, three daughters. And hopefully, uh, one Kiwi, one South African, and whatever, all right? <laughs> all right, so, that, so finally I can fulfill my uh, role as a fusion pastor, you know, the real fusion of culture. Imagine we will have uh, a kid running around. He can't figure out, is it blonde or is it black? <laughs> is it rice or is it a potato? <laughs> rice or potato? Rice or potato? Rice. <laughs> hey. All good. Just check if you guys are alive. Okay, so I've been in, in the ministry, for those who don't know me, uh, I've been in, in the ministry coming to the 12th year. It's been a long time, eh? Um, so Pastor Carl, when they were appointed pastors, uh, after a few months, they uh, asked me to lead the uh, Filipino uh, group as well. Um, at that time, I have no idea how to lead these people. I have no background as a pastor. Um, but, you know, God will provide for leaders, okay? They give us Filipino this are, that are pastors back home, real pastors. that They went to Bible schools. Pastor Willie, Pastor Danvi, Pastor Renato... Uh, who else? Some other pastors there. Um, so over the 12 years, I was mentored by these pastors and the pastor that we have, Pastor Carl and Lisa. So I no longer, don't call me a Filipino pastor because I no longer, I am no longer a Filipino nor a Kiwi, right? <laughs> my passport is, my passport is black and also in maroon. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm a dual citizen. I'm a Kiwi Pino, full-fledged. <laughs> All right? Okay, I'm wasting so much time. This is one service anyway, so let's get it on. It's, it's going to be until noon time, isn't it? <laughs> I thought they asked me to preach because so I can preach the whole morning, which is great. <laughs> All right, so sit tight. Um, Right, so when Jesus, before his crucifixion, he had a conversation with Peter. And he asked Peter three times, do you love me? And Peter answered three times, yes, Lord, I love you. Um, so on the third time, 
Uh, Peter is a bit, a bit annoyed uh, because you know, Lord, that I love you. You know, I'm solid to you, Lord. Imagine your wife asking you that three times, okay? <laughs> On a breakfast, okay? On a breakfast. Um, that would be a different story. I will probably uh, get off from my retirement as a ninja if my wife asked me three times of that. Correct, Nathan? <laughs> All right, so the scripture is found in John chapter 21, verse 15 to 17. It says there, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to him, said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Okay? He said to him, Tend my sheep. In other translation, it says, Take care of my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Okay? So the question for you today, do you love Jesus? We have signed up Sunday today because we want to feed the lambs, look after the sheep, and feed the sheep, okay? A cub, I, th I believe the first two is all about mentoring. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, feed the lamb and look after the sheep, okay? The lamb needs nurturing. It needs milk. It needs the mother, okay? When a newcomer comes here and found Jesus Christ, you know, what do we do? We tell them about the love of Christ, and we encourage them to be baptized. The importance of baptism, the importance of uh, Christian living, you know, that's how you feed the lamb. How you, do you look after the sheep? You deal with the drama, all right? You journey with them, and you tell them how you journey with Christ, okay? Value your encounter with Christ, because when Christ is putting you on a very difficult situation, I'm telling you, Jesus Christ is leveling you up to the next level. And you will never go back to the same old you. Okay? And lastly, Jesus said, feed my sheep. How do you feed the sheep? You let it go to the pasture. You let it go with the, with the flock. Okay? So that it learns how to feed for itself. Okay? You empower people. We encourage them. Okay? Um, a cheetah would let go of his cub after two years old. And it will uh, teach it how to hunt for the, for the first 24 months. And after that, you're on your own. All right? So as a leader, that's why we have Sign Up Sunday. We have life groups because we want to showcase the leadership of people who sign up there to be a leader so that they can look after the flock as well. Okay? Does that make sense? Um, when Jesus said this, when Jesus was having this conversation with Peter, he was not talking to a one-time evangelism. He's talking about longevity. Okay? It's not just, we're preaching today and that's it. You go on your separate way. Jesus is looking, is passing on the vision of the kingdom. When Jesus was here on earth, 
He was not preaching about prosperity. He wasn't preaching about healing. He does all those things, but he preached all about the kingdom of heaven. All right? How you look after people and how you encourage people to come to Jesus Christ and learn the good news. Okay? And I believe um, this conversation is for longevity and for management. I learned this from watching um, the great Pastor Miles Monroe. Um, and he said this, whatever you mismanage, you lose. Do you agree to that? You mismanage your finances, you lose it. You mismanage your family, you lose it. All right? You mismanage your job, you don't go on time. These Filipinos are always on time, eh? Look at them, 9.30. That's a big ass, I'm telling you. You lose, you lose everything when you mismanage everything. Okay? You mismanage your lodging of your work visa, what, what will happen? You get delayed. Right? You don't, be, you don't get residency in an instant. Okay? So man, whatever, you man, whatever you mismanage... You lose, okay? Nowadays, the world is so corrupt, and they are targeting our children, okay? So our call as a parent is to really manage our children and discipline them. Because they will carry the double anointing of the parents. Every day, every night, I pray, and I lay hands to my boys. I said, Lord, I pray that they will give me daughters. <laughs> no, apart from that, <laughs> I'm so bitter today, eh? Um, it's not obvious. I really love to have a daughter one day. Okay. Anyway, so if you mismanage your children, you lose them. Okay, so look after the children. Okay, if you mismanage your wife, let's not go there. <laughs> eh? Let's not go there. You die. Okay, <laughs> let's not mismanage our wife, okay? You lose your dinner, you lose your lunch, you lose your laundry, you lose everything, okay? But you also will lose your boss. Huh? No one's bossing around. <laughs> Amen, Nathan? <laughs> but man, listen to this. Um, The longer your wife stays beside you, the better of a woman she should become. Can I hear an amen to the women? The longer the woman stays beside you, the better of a woman she should become. All right? So if you're sitting beside your husband, elbow them, say amen to Pastor Joseph this morning. He's preaching really well. All right, settle down. It's not Mother's Day. <laughs> this is all about life group, okay? So women, do not mismanage your wife because women need to be empowered, needs to be cared for, needs to be pursued every single day, needs to be loved. I feel like I'm preaching to myself. Uh, amen, Mrs. Ong? <laughs> right? They need to be empowered by the husband. They need to be the best version of themselves if they stay longer to you, with you, okay? Is that good? 
maybe, maybe the, the men are saying, man, this preacher, I hate this preacher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today is sign up Sunday. Pastor Carl always reminds us the statistic says, a Christian will grow seven times faster if you sign up for a life group or all a small Bible study group, okay? And you have the chance this morning to do that after this service, okay? The strength of this church, do you know the strength of New Life Church apart from uh, we are good-looking people? Um, is the teaching in this auditorium and the connection on that lounge area, okay? If you're Filipino, after the service, you go left. That's where we belong, okay? <laughs> so, we've mastered how we do community together. And I will credit this to Pastor Carl and Lisa, if you're watching Pastor Carl and Lisa. Um, because culture thrive in this church, okay? That they let us be who we are, okay? Oh, Pastor Carl always say, there is no one culture above other culture. Every culture is unique and beautiful. All right? You guys cook potato nice and soft. We cook rice nice and moist. All right? Same thing. The Maoris do hangi. Oh, delicious hangi. We do lechon. All right? Roast pig. Delicious. Okay? You blend them together. We have the body of Christ. Okay? Working together. Okay? And that's the strength of New Life Church. And that should be the strength of every church. Okay? Every culture has to prosper. Okay? Uh, so this preaching is two parts. One is spiritual. And one is practical. Okay? So the spiritual side, I've done the half of it. And haven't been to my title yet. Okay? So the spiritual side and the practical side of how you scale up your life group. Okay? Back home, on my high school years, um, we have what we call a subject called T-H-E. Uh, what's the meaning of T-H-E again? Technology, home, economics, yeah. That is equivalent here, technology, okay? We call it T-H-E, technology, home, economics. And one of the projects and courses that we did is stitching. Can I have this slide, please? Not, not my favorite, but because I felt like it's so feminine. Um, it's just me. But if you guys stitch, that's fine. I won't touch you. <laughs> um, so I've learned how to stitch, and we have different kind of stitches. Uh, these are just a few examples. But one of my favorite is running stitch because it's just so fluid and easy to do. That's the best part. It's very easy. It's just running stitch, okay? And, but one of my favorite is the back stitch because it's very sturdy, all right? Who stitches here? There you go, you, you know what I mean? So, stitches um, represents a really good analogy to church, okay? It represents connection of different threads, and it, it represents integrity, okay? If one thread breaks, the body of Christ breaks. If one feels the pain, we should be on that person. No one has to be left out and look after that person, okay? 
because it's part of the integrity of the whole thread, okay, of the whole stitch. And this is exactly the reason why we do life group, to look after each other and keep the connection intact and strong, okay? Back then, my mom is a gifted uh, sewer. Uh, she's not just an average sewer, but she's, she's doing like wedding gowns, like the very intricate ones with the beads that you do like for a month, those stuff. So every time I buy a pants, a trousers, you know trousers, they size to a seven foot guy, eh? <laughs> Always, I don't know why. I'm just five foot eight. Um, so when, they, when I put my trousers, of course, the jeans is so, so long. So I always ask my mom, mom, can you please cut it? Because it's too long for me. Um, and when, when you cut it, mom, I just want it, especially jeans. I want you to restitch it, the hem, so that it's nice and clean. Okay? So I'm just privileged to have a mom that is a gifted sewer. Okay? Um, speaking of the hem, which is very important, the hem of our robe, of our pants, resembles a very beautiful story in the Bible, which you are very familiar. The story of the bleeding woman for 12 years. Okay? He, she touches the hem of Jesus Christ and she was healed instantly. Can I have the next slide, please? And this is the story. We will not focus on the miracle on the woman, but we will focus on the hymn. Okay? How do you pronounce hymn? We pronounce Filipino hymn. Not ham. That's for Christmas. Hymn. For Kiwi, call it what? Hymn. There you go. H I M. <laughs> they just imagine the E, but it's actually I. <laughs> hymn. Okay. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem, the hem of his garment. For she, sa she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. Isn't that amazing? By just touching the hem of Jesus Christ. Imagine the power, all right? And Jesus felt that some of his power went out by touching the hymn, okay? I haven't experienced to be, I haven't, I cannot empathize to women. You know, you guys um, have your monthly period. But if you bleed for 12 years, man, that's an agony, all right? Imagine this woman bleeding for 12 years. And we can relate to this a beautiful story in different facets of our lives. But again, this story is all about the hymn of Jesus Christ. And the title of my message for tonight, uh, for this morning, I'm used to preaching to Ephesians, the hymn of Jesus. Okay? What represents the hymn of Jesus? The extension of Jesus Christ. How do we extend this church? Through life groups. Can I hear an amen to that? Amen. On a Sunday like this, Pastor Joseph or Pastor Carl is preaching. You cannot ask questions because it interrupts the program. But on a life group, it becomes very interactive. And the leaders can look after you on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Okay? 
They can pastor you. They can look after you. That's why life group is very important to this church and to the church of Christ, okay? <clears throat> Nowadays, uh, we don't see Jesus Christ walking around uh, wearing his robe. And if he does, hope, uh, it would have been easier probably for you guys to just touch him and be healed. But he lives among us through the Holy Spirit. Okay? Jesus Christ, uh, the Holy Spirit, often is underrated. But imagine the Holy Spirit as Jesus Christ in the cloud. When you save a photo in the cloud, that's the Holy Spirit. Okay? It represents Jesus Christ. I always pray, Lord, you are three, yet you are one. And I honor you, and I praise you, and I glorify your name in heaven. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Do not ever ignore the Holy Spirit, because that is Christ himself. Okay? Today, uh, I'm just glad that Jesus was raised uh, in Israel. Because back home, they wear robes. Okay? back then uh, and imagine if he has no robes the story would have been different the woman might probably didn't make it to touch him okay because this it's so crowded and the woman cannot pursue jesus christ on that day because there's so many crowds crowding jesus christ okay imagine if jesus christ was raised in new zealand and he's not wearing robes. Can I have this next slide, please? <laughs> he's wearing stubbies. Is that right? You call it stubbies. <clears throat> you know what? Until now, I've been 12 years here in New Zealand. And I still don't get this short. I call it the short shorts. All right? A short shorts and a bigger boxers. All right? I live in Netherby, uh, on that neighborhood, and you know Netherby, there's a four square there. In the morning, when I drive my uh, children, I always see this, all the truckies, you know, the truck drivers, uh, the, the builders, the plumbers. It's winter time, mind you. It's winter time, they wear jersey, nice and warm, but they wear stubbies. <laughs> I, I, I always tell my wife, I don't get that. <laughs> this is warm, but this is... Nice and cool. Uh, Mark now is a trader. <laughs> You're a mechanic now, Mark. And Christian is a builder. I can't wait to see you guys wear a stubbies. <laughs> Imagine a Filipino wearing a stubbies. Hi? We look like chicken. <laughs> chicken legs. Oh my goodness. That's so awkward. <laughs> now, where am I? <laughs> okay, let's carry on. So the story can be funny. The analogy can be funny. But sometimes we fail to be the hymn of Jesus Christ. New Zealand, including me, because I'm a New Zealander now. New Zealand has the highest suicide rate per capita. Why? Because we fail to reach out to people who are in need. Okay? Jonah was praying this morning, no one has to be left out. And that should be our 
motto every single day. Okay? You think ministry is so dramatic and so stressful? Well, you need to carry the cross of, the, of Christ. What, did, what were you expecting? <laughs> All right? So make sure that we extend our help, our care, the love of Jesus Christ, the, His kindness, His grace to the people that are in need. Okay? Let us be the Him of Christ. So tell the person beside you, be the Him. There's one person here, that, uh, there's two person here that, I, that it suits them very well with stubbies. Uh, Harry Stanaway and Pastor Carl. <laughs> Always. Warm in here, cold in here, Harry. <laughs> All right, so, so sometimes we fail to be the extension of Christ. Can I have the next slide, please? In the morning, when I, every time I ask for forgiveness, when I pray to the Lord, when I go to the part where I, where I ask for forgiveness, I, I always say this, Lord, forgive me for my commissions and omissions. Not only for those that you have committed, but also for those that you have omitted. All right? Sometimes we ask for forgiveness for the things that we've committed, but we don't ask for the things that we have shortcome. You know, there are shortcomings. We fall short. We fail to become the hymn of Jesus Christ. Okay? So include that to your prayer. Lord, forgive me for my commissions and omissions. All right? James 4, 17, and this is a serious verse. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. All right? In other translation, it is sin to know what is good and not do it. Okay? So we sin if you don't do the things that God asked you to do. Okay? Is that good? <clears throat> right. Let's go to the practical side. That's the spiritual side. Let's go to the practical side. Can I ask the leaders that I've um, put in a messenger group to please come in front, please? And I will discuss how you scale a life group. Okay? Hurry up, leaders. We only have until 12 noon. <laughs> chop, chop. <clears throat> so currently, can I have this next slide, please, Emma? <clears throat> so currently, we have seven life groups um, in our community. Okay? I thought, um, I thought, in the year 2014 and 2015, we already picked, we already reached the peak of our community. But here's the good news. We are at the peak right now. Okay? You uh, put your attention to this crowd. Look at how we grew so much. Okay? <clears throat> I can stand here and boast around the numbers of Filipino. But if I go to heaven, Jesus Christ will not tell me, Ah, oh, well done, Joseph. 200, 250 Filipinos that you grow, that's not what I'm waiting for. There's so much to be done 
in the life of the church. I want people be baptized. I want salvation in the house. I want people accepting Jesus Christ, not just going to life groups. Okay? It's, numbers is just consolations. Numbers is just your reward. Okay? And you can enjoy it. But the most important part, the cherry on a cake, is when they found Jesus Christ. Okay? What's the evidence of salvation? It's transformation. There's no other explanation to that. The evidence of salvation is when you transform people to follow Jesus Christ. Okay? Come on, you shy people. Come on. Come in front. Okay, now, <clears throat> I'll explain to you the unspoken role in every life group. This is the first time they will know this. All right? Can you group together as a life group, please? <clears throat> so we have seven life groups. We have, um, if I call the life group, say Mabuhay. Mabuhay means long live, okay? We have the Tagum Life Group. Say Mabuhay. <laughs> Come on, people. Tagum Life Groups met. It's called Metven Tagum Life Group. Say Mabuhay. All right. We have the Winsmall Life Group. Say Mabuhay. We have the Young Adult Life Group. Say Mabuhay. Right. We have the Heinz Life Group. Say Mabuhay. Come on, Heinz, you can do better than that. Say Mabuhay. <laughs> we have the Allenton Life Group. Say Mabuhay. Where's Allenton? There you go. Represent. Okay, so we have uh, Ashburton Life Group. Say Mabuhay. All right. I think this is part of the life group because they're saying the loudest, okay? And lastly, we have the Seafield Life Group. Say Mabuhay. All right? So that's our seven life groups. Last night, uh, our life group starts. You think our church starts on a Sunday? Man, we warm up on a Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, young adult. Uh, Friday is Allenton Life Group. Beautiful culture. Uh, English-speaking life group. <clears throat> because we have Blandis there. <laughs> um, Allenton, don't be confused with Allenton Life Group because it's Allenton, but they gather in Netherby, which is weird. <laughs> okay, we need to change that, Nikki, Alini, and I have a perfect name. The Garlic Rice Group. <laughs> the Garlic Rice Group. <laughs> right, and, uh, and then we have five life groups on a Saturday. Okay, I wish I can show you the photos from last night. Man, these people were sleeping really late. They can't find, in the last two weeks, they can't find the right place anymore because every life group, the average is probably 30. Wow. Adults, wow. not including children, 30. Okay, I'm not saying you follow us the same number because it's, it might not be applicable for you. Do it on whatever comfortable. Okay, but hopefully this will inspire you on how we do family together and how we do life groups. Uh, Pastor Malcolm, you challenged me that new life should be, should be planting church. Here it is. 
we have churches planted for the last 12 years. All right? Take off all the formalities of building a church and registering a name, etc. We have this. And the rest of the life groups that you guys have. That's planting church. That's why life group is very important. Now, so uh, this is Joe. He's new to new life, but man, he's on fire. Okay, he's been serving God for how many years? Many years. <laughs> many years. So he's leading the he's leading the Tagum Metvin Life Group together with Dan Taho and Karen Taho. Now let me explain. In every life group, there's an unspoken role. There's a teacher or a preacher. There's a gatherer. And there's what we call an oil. The oil is usually a leader that has been in new life for so long, but is, he's reluctant to preach or teach, but he encourages the teacher, the preacher. Okay, Very important. Okay, Joe is an, a preacher, a teacher. Dan Taho is an oil and a gatherer. Okay, Mark Contilla is a young adult leader, and he's also the gatherer. Okay, he's doing everything, and he's also the oil. Oh, his parents is the oil. He's also the oil. You know what's missing, eh? A wife. <laughs> right, let's go to Allenton. Allenton Life Group. Where's Bernie and Jenny? So, this, the Adachis are a gifted gatherer. They invite so much people in the life group. They come, or if they, if they don't come, they still do their part to gather people, to invite them to come. Jenny, on the other hand, I don't ask her to, to teach or do or pressure her or anything, but she's just an oil there. Yeah. Okay? She encourages me. Encourages me. I, said, I said, Jen and Bern, please be on Allenton Life Group because my confidence sometimes rely on you guys. Okay, that's the importance of an oil. Okay, Danvi is a legend together with Jenny. Where's Jenny? Jenny and Danvi is a everything, all in one. A preacher, a gatherer, an oil. He's the pioneer of the Filipino community. They started just three Filipinos together with Thelma. And look at now, Danvi, look at now. <laughs> And we go to the other legend, one of the biggest life group. Anything he touches, this too, anything they touches, it grew. Man. Okay? So I don't let them touch my tummy because I don't want my tummy to grow. <laughs> All right, so Pastor Willie and Delma is a gifted leader. Amen. They preach, they teach, they gather, and they are also an oil. Okay, sometimes I go to their life groups if I don't have a gig just to be the oil for them, Amen. just to encourage them. Amen. So you understand now the, the meaning of gatherer, the oil, yep. and the preacher. Mm. Thelma is a legend, yes. the future mayor of Ashburton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't ask anything from Thelma every time we gather from Ashburton Life Group. Abby, come here, come up here, Abby. Every time we gather from Ashburton Life Group, because she is an oil. 
She mentored me all throughout the years, and she's part of my leadership team. And they just encourages me just to be there. Mm. And Abby is a, a great gatherer. Okay? She gathers everything for the Ashburton Life Group. Last night, we were 30 plus. I lost count already. Mm. 30 plus. And you think food will be shortage? No. <laughs> There's an excess. Okay? And this is the Seafield Life Group. Roni is a gifted gatherer. Uh, Roni, you know, Roni is underrated. But he is a pastor on his own. Okay? He is, he is like a glue that binds everything. Okay? He gathers all the Winchmore uh, Seafield Life Group. And Eugene and Pastor Renato is currently in Philippines. They are a gifted evangelist. They just, they, it's like uh, equivalent to uh, Carmen and Mike in Kiwi, a Filipino version. They just talk to people and they encourage them and they just come to church. They're really gifted preacher and teacher and evangelist, okay? Thank you, guys. Give them a hand. <clears throat> so we have seven life groups. I hope you can learn from how we do life groups on a Filipino community. Obviously, you do family different from ours. Um, I think when you gather too much, it stresses you out. For us, if you gather too much, what stress? <laughs> what, what stress are we talking about? Um, we gather strength from them, but your strength is very organized. That's, that's why I, always, I am always proud that I'm raised by Pastor Carl Lisa and raised by these Filipino leaders because I can read in between the lines, be on time, be organized, and at the same time do family together. Okay? Imagine our kids doing that in the near future. Okay? I'll end here. Um, next slide, please. Apostles and disciples. Disciples and apostles. What's the difference? Disciples is from the Latin word discipulos, which means student or a pupil. Okay? Apostles is from the Greek word called apostolos, means the one who is sent out, the one who carries the message. Okay, now ask yourself, are you a student or an apostle? And if you are a student, ask yourself again, how long are you going to be a student? That's right. Come on. When Jesus ascended to heaven, he asked his disciples, 11 disciples, he said, go and make disciples in all nations. How can a disciple, a student, Disciple another student. How can be a teacher who's not credit, uh, credited with all his credits to be another teacher? When Jesus Christ ascended to heaven, those disciples became what? Apostles. Okay? Listen to this. The design of Jesus Christ to your life is not to be a disciple all your life. You need to be an apostle. Okay? We have a life group today. I appreciate those people who sign up as a leader of those life groups because they're living and leveling up to be an apostle. If you don't sign up this morning, they won't achieve their apostleship. You know, they won't finish that. So sign up on life groups and encourage the leaders. And hopefully on the next term, 
our life groups will be doubled because people are stepping up to be an apostles. Okay? Can I ask everyone to please stand up, please? Yeah. <clears throat> There's a, a beautiful, last slide, please, Emma. There's a beautiful parable. It's the parable of the yeast. Jesus also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread, even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour. If it permeated every part of the dough. Okay, so the yeast is very important. Imagine if there's no yeast. We will have bread that is tiny and then hard, rock hard, rock solid. It's not pleasant. Imagine if we don't have life group. How can Pastor Carl and Lisa pastor to you? How can this church extend to your care? Okay, we have life group for a reason. Okay, join a life group this morning because that is how we can look after you. Join a life group because that is how we can grow together. Can I hear an amen to that? Amen. Join so you can one day lead and from a disciple you become an apostle. Okay, sign up for a life group today because that is how we become the hymn, the hymn of Jesus Christ, the extension of his love and care. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we honor you. We give you praise. Lord, inspire us on how to do life groups. Inspire us, Lord, to extend the life groups, to be the hem, Lord, of your robe, to be the extension of your love, to be the extension of your kindness, Lord, to, the to be the extension of your salvation. Lord, extend us in our own way, not only life groups, but every day in our workplace, in our family, in how we mentor our children, in how we treat our spouses, and how we treat our friends. Help us, Lord, to be the Him, the one that taps them on the back and encourage them and empower them and love them and share the gospel with them. Lord, help us to journey with you, Lord. Just like your disciples, when you ascended to heaven, they became the people that were sent out. Lord, as we finish the service, Send out these people, Lord, to the field so that they can flourish and they can continue the kingdom of heaven. And Lord, help us to be the extension of your hymn. We love you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen.